Yeah, Ryan Hartley here from Wisbet Nest today. Last week on the podcast, I had the wonderful Dr. Gordon Neufeld. He's a parenting expert, co-author of the book, Hold On To Your Kids with Dr. Gabor Mate. If you've not listened to it yet, go back and listen to it. What a wonderful, wonderful conversation. One of my favorite takeaways from that conversation was that, you know, attachment is the um, primary motivation of all living things, not just children, but all living things. And one of the great things he says is about once there's an attachment, once we have attachment with our children, we're just moved to take care of them. Like there's nothing intellectual about parenting. It's just when we have that attachment, we are just moved instinctively and intuitively do the right thing for our children in that moment. We already are the answer to our children is what he's saying. There's an instinct that's already built within us. And, you know, I want to apply this to leadership. And, you know, I really do see the crossovers between the sense of it is the attachment that creates the context for parenting. So in feeling attached, the child will give the parent the permission and the authority to lead, to parent. And and I believe this aim to be true of leadership. I believe that when people feel safe, and I think when people feel inspired and when people feel cared for, like they matter and they mean uh, something, that they will create the context for leadership. And I think this is what it really means when um, we we understand this idea of do people follow because they have to or because they want to. Intellectually, people will follow because they think, because they see the power hierarchy. They literally see the power dynamics. In the policing, you can see the power dynamics because there's epaulets on people's shoulders. Sometimes there are roles, there are ranks, there are titles. That is an intellectual level of leadership where it's where I follow because I'm, I know that this is the societal expectation. I know that this is the expectation placed upon me to be a good follower. I'm not following because I want to. I'm following because I believe I have to. That's the lowest form of leadership. But when we get attachment front and center, or shall I say right in the heart of it, then we create the right conditions where those people, they allow the leader to lead. They create the conditions and the context where they give permission to the leader. And it's in doing so, they adopt the willingness to follow. They follow because they want to, because in some way that they feel safe enough to follow that leader, that their best interests are taken care of, that they're inspired to go where they're going, that in some way they feel like they matter, like they belong, and that they get to contribute of themselves to something bigger. That is the wonderful thing that creating attachment, or shall I just say heart-to-heart leadership, creates. So I guess the question is, you know, maybe, maybe you're listening to this. Maybe I'm not needing to kind of share this concept with you, but maybe this is going to help you equip those people around you who just don't quite get heart-centered leadership yet. How do we move those in leadership who have only taken the position to advance themselves for the rank, the position, the status, the benefits? Because those people, in my experience, they don't know what it truly means to be a leader, which is to serve others to be willing to sacrifice should they need to. Because these managers, these type of leaders, they would rather be served. They think that they've, they're have they entitled to being served because they have climbed the hierarchy in some way, being really, really good at what they do, meaning that they've earned themselves a personal assistant, they've earned themselves people that work for them. You know, you hear it in the language, it's a very subtle thing. And then they would sooner sacrifice others rather than themselves. 
how do we encourage those type of people to be more heart centered and it's and it's not having people you know go around you know there's a lot of talk about vulnerability and and I'm not going to say let's all get in a room and share stories and kumbaya and it doesn't have to be like that to start with because if you don't care yet great here's what you do you get in and you have conversations and you get to know your people you start to just get curious start to ask questions start to understand the human being beyond the skill set that they can bring to your workplace get to know your people beyond the workplace get to know the human being where are they from what's their you know who's their family do they have children what are their children's names you know, what were their hopes and dreams? Why did they join the organization? What do they need when they come to work? You know, what are their gifts and their skills and their talents? What are their values? What are their things that inspire them? What are the things that, you know, scare them? What are their hopes, their dreams, their fears? What things have they had to overcome? What things are they still trying to overcome? When you get to know, when you when you really start to get to know people, the person that you lead, you create bonds. You create and share oxytocin, which is the chemical that bonds people. The production of oxytocin, this love chemical, is the very thing that keeps the universe together. It's the thing that binds atoms, that binds molecules and particles. It's the thing that binds human beings and keeps us spinning together you create that by being willing to connect with that person in front of you it stops this stress chemical it stops cortisol it stops us from going into fight and flight it stops our immune systems from switching off and prioritizing running away healthier biology healthier chemistry healthier thinking healthier leadership communities all through seeking connection just by asking curious questions having the willingness to sit down and ask a bit more about the human being that's in front of you and when you gain those insights when you start to understand that human being on a bit of a deeper level you become moved to care for them why we become champions of the underdogs because we just in some way have a um a, a love for the underdog a love for the spirit a love for the one you know we, we, we want them to win we want them to overcome whatever they're overcoming and the same will be true of your people once you really get to know them truly for who they are and all they're going through all they can bring and all they're struggling with you don't have to force it you don't have to fake it you just have to have the heart set of wanting to connect with it and let instincts and let your heart and let nature take over because it will. Because love moves us. And don't be worried that that's the feeling that you get when you connect with people. It's the greatest force in the entire world. Loving your people at work is such a powerful thing to do. It's not a romantic love. It is a acceptance 
and a assuming of responsibility to look after these people while they are in your care to in some way inspire them to protect them to nurture them to help them grow there is nothing more honorable than a leader who loves their people and of course you can have tough days the other side of you know being a supportive leader is a challenging and an accountable leader those things absolutely come through heart-centered leadership the most difficult conversations we can ever have is through heart-centered leadership why because we call people higher we say these things because there's opportunities for us all to be better if we don't love our people we don't feel moved to have those conversations weakness is the absence of love because we'd sooner sacrifice each other we'd sooner talk behind each other's back you know that is weak we're not having the right conversations we're not doing the honorable noble thing if we do not have heart front and center of our teams and our leadership heart-centered teams are not fluffy weak pushovers any of these things they have this united heart set of safety of belonging and in having that foundation of unconditional being and unconditional love and safety and acceptance and belonging we can say what needs to be said because we do not fear our position within the group yes we are able to journey through conflict and confrontation and become better because of it this is my encouragement to you seek connection with the person in front of you the rest will take care of itself the connection the conflict the commitment and my friends i promise you this you will grow through what you grow go through your team will be the type of team who turn up for each other rather than turn in on each other don't force it there's no need to force it love will do the rest and in seeking that connection, love creates bonds that make us greater than the sum of our parts. Because one plus one equals three. In me plus you equals we. Something new in the world is present. Better than what is in the individual. In one plus one something new comes into the world that is the gift of teams that is the gift of leadership and that's the gift that you can create once you connect with the one in front hope you feel moved to do more of that this week let me know how you get on always love